Welcome to In the Weeds, a Mindscape podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode three of the In the Weeds podcast. I'm Pete Brand, Mindscape CEO and co-founder. And I'm Jeff Bell, Mindscape COO. Jeff just hijacked my script. (laughs) Hey, I'm excited. We're already episode three. I know. Today we're going to be talking about aligning your sales and marketing team. And uh, that's something that's a topic uh, of all C-level people across all organizations and something that's just been a long time battle. When you think about sales and marketing, usually you've got salespeople being irritated with marketing people saying you're not producing enough leads. And then you've got marketing people saying if you could close a door even, you'd be able to close (laughs) one of the leads I got you. And there tends to be a whole lot of finger pointing and not a lot of progress that's being uh, made. So... Yeah, and that's really why, you know, that's the core problem there, right, between sales and marketing and why they often don't get along well. Um, The other thing that contributes to that is often sales and marketing teams have different goals, right? Like a marketing team might have uh, goals around leads. You know, we have to get this many leads. And then sales might have uh, revenue goals, maybe, or sales goals, like close rates or what have you. So they're measured on different things. Um, And so that can lead oftentimes to, you know, that team mentality where, oh, I'm part of the marketing team and therefore this is my measure of success. I need to get this many leads and sales as well. I need to close this many deals. Um, And so that can lead kind of to that friction between sales blaming marketing for low quality leads and marketing blaming sales for not being able to close anything. So that's kind of the uh, the age old problem there between uh, and why really sales and marketing don't often work well together. Um, But aside from that, um, Pete, what are some of the other areas of breakdown where uh, sales and marketing teams kind of dissolve into uh, infighting, if you will? Well, to me, to me, it's pretty clear, right? Like you mentioned in one of our earliest earlier episodes, we're a growth agency and, and we focus on the end to end customer experience. So if you think about the function that each of those different departments have, sales teams are out there talking to the marketplace every single time or salespeople are, right? And then you've got the customer service team who's the one that's getting all the calls because we might as well pull them into this discussion as well, right? Customer service, you you will if, if they're the ones that are making sure the customers are happy once they're there and you start to notice a little drop in sentiment, salespeople are also going to be yelling at the customer service team like you're not doing a good job and it's making it more difficult to sell. So customer service talks to the market, sales talks to the market, and marketing sits there in, in their office trying to figure out the best way to generate these leads, but oftentimes they're not getting communicated to. They're not having conversations with sales teams and saying, what type of content could I create for you or what type of tools could we give you to be able to go and make it easier in your sales process? Because they're both fighting all the time. And, and marketing team also doesn't have a lot of visibility into the customer service calls and the questions that they're getting answered and the challenges that they're experiencing with the products or services. And 
And if they had a simple conversation, that would key them into a bunch of different content that they could create that would actually make customer service teams a lot more effective and provide them with the ability to invest their time growing the business instead of just trying to save those customers. So it, it really boils down to just communication and having that information flow back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. They're, um, you know, with marketing teams, a lot of the resources within marketing teams um, from messaging to talking about products and services is all aimed at the very top of the funnel, right? It's about educating the market, um, you know, maybe the consideration phase, maybe uh, as far as why we're better or how we're different. Um, and a lot of the, the marketing teams, uh, effort is put at those two kind of layers of, of the product consideration cycle. And a lot of times that same, you know, sales has all of that knowledge of the end of the the journey, right? They have, all, they're addressing all of the questions, all of the distrust that might be in there. And marketing has the skills to create the assets to help deliver that. So if sales and marketing can come together at that consideration, the, the very kind of end of that that journey, the buyer's journey, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to create some good content to facilitate closing that deal. And then that's going to make the sales team like the marketing team more and the marketing team um, help or, you know, become more aware of some of those end of the journey questions that are that the consumers are asking right yeah i mean we we need to you know listening to you explain that it's very clearly laid out but i think we need to create something that we can offer which would be sales and marketing interventions yeah we can come in and like let them yell at each other let them get everything off of their chest because the bottom line is sales are going to be more effective their sales people are going to be more effective and make greater commissions if they can make the marketing person their friend and likewise marketing people are going to be able to hang around a lot longer than the two to three year life cycle they have right now if they're getting good feedback and empowered to be able to do their job effectively yeah there's a, a lot of talented people out there in the marketing world that don't get the respect that they need and unfortunately they're not being put in a situation where they're getting all the information yeah. to be able to be effective. Yeah, absolutely. So what what types of things, um, Jeff, can your business do to connect marketing and sales teams to benefit the bottom line? Yeah, there's really um, kind of three main things. Um, the easiest one is really to, you know, you want to keep sales and marketing teams separate. Fine. You want to give them individual, you know, um, lead goals and maybe um, some some uh, closing rate goals. Uh, fine. But they really should have really one shared revenue goal, because ultimately, when it comes down to it, sales and marketing teams are really there to increase company revenue. And that shared revenue goal is can be an important unifier between sales and marketing so that everything, you know, it doesn't really matter how many leads they drive if the sales team can't close them. Um, so, you know, what is the, what's the quality of those leads? Are they really poor quality or is there a sales problem? Um, there could, that could happen on either way. So, um, and, and that's where I'll get into another thing here as far as the ideal customer profile goes. But, but the number one easiest thing is just to come up with a shared revenue goal for sales and marketing teams uh, that they're both working towards. Um, if they have that, that shared goal, 
what do you think about accountability so that each of them can be held accountable? What types of mechanisms might you be able to use for that? Yeah, so that's kind of the next thing is a service level agreement. So service level agreements are just, um, you know, typically it's between a, you know, cable company and a consumer where it just says we will have our, you know, you can get on the internet 99.9999% of the time. It basically is just a guarantee of the level of service that you can expect. So a, a service level agreement or an SLA between sales and marketing teams basically says it, cont- it contains two pieces of information. The first is that um, the marketing team will deliver X amount of leads per time frame to sales. And so that's piece one. And then the second piece is sales will close or sales will contact those uh, leads within 24 hours or whatever that time frame is. Generally, it has to be 24 hours in this crazy, digitally connected, uh, you know, hyper connected world we're in. Um, But so that's really how some of that accountability works, because now that sets the framework for uh, sales and marketing to understand what the expectations of the other uh, are, because generally close rates will go up when sales contacts a prospect within 24 hours. So. So basically, that's how we can start to build trust between sales and marketing by having them both say, this is what I'll do, this is what I'll do. And then you have a document that actually shows that that you can hold each other accountable. Right. And it gives you targets to work for in the individual areas, even though we don't want to call them silos, but they they have individual siloed responsibility. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you have the Dan Tires marketing uh, meetings once a, a week or once a month, depending on what your volume is and the size of your business. And uh, that's where you share. This is how we did. How did you guys do? This is how we did. Great. We'll do better here. We'll do better there. So in the in the beginning of this podcast, Jeff, you talked about um, uh, arriving at an ideal customer profile. What ideas do you have to get there? Yeah. So that's one of the last things, uh, key pieces that can help keep sales and marketing teams aligned. And really all that is, is it, it consists of two lists that you kind of put together. Uh, The first list is just a list of some high-level demographics of your target customers or companies, right? So it might be um, they're based in the United States or, you know, a a certain region of the United States or Europe or wherever you're you're at. Um, They have a certain amount of annual revenue and or maybe they have a certain amount of employees. Whatever key pieces that you have found over the years make companies good fits for your your products or services, list those out, right? And that becomes kind of this one area of this uh, of this grid. So that, that goes on like one axis if you if you can think of it that way. And then uh, on, on maybe the, the the horizontal axis, you have sales readiness uh, uh, actions. So that could be typically those are all measurable things like they opened this many emails or they visited this uh, page on our website or um, they clicked this offer or they downloaded this thing. Um, You list all of the actions that indicate how sales ready someone is. So a lot of times you can find, you know, they downloaded a top of the funnel sales offer. They're probably not very sales ready, but if they downloaded 
in that and they opened up a follow-up email and they emailed your salesperson, they're probably much more sales ready than a person who just downloaded the content offer and didn't do anything. So you essentially put those two pieces, you know, the, the, the uh, customer profile and then the sales readiness actions into a grid of sorts and then you start bucketing your leads as far as um, just kind of do it as a simple grid of, of like a, an X or I guess a plus sign and where you have in the upper left hand corner good fit um, and, and, uh, and but not sales ready down to the lower right corner which would be very sales ready but not a good fit. Um, where then you can start putting your resources is you start to identify the leads that you're coming in. You can start to bucket them in one of those four quadrants as far as are they were they sales ready? Are they not sales ready? Are they a good fit? Are they not a good fit? Um, anyone who is a good fit and sales ready immediately goes to sales, right? So you can start to get some rules of engagement between sales and marketing teams. So each one knows who they own, right? And if they're a good fit but not sales ready, well, that belongs to marketing now to nurture them over to um, to more sales ready. If they're not a good fit and they're not sales ready, leave them alone. I feel like many sales and marketing teams spend a lot of time uh, and energy going after that bottom left-hand quadrant of good fit, uh, bad fit, and sales ready, not sales ready, and they're never going to be a good fit. So leave them alone, right? So, uh, and then maybe the the bad fit but sales ready, they might be what we would call maybe hand raisers, right? Where they they don't. They might not be qualified necessarily, but they raise their hand and say, hey, I just, I want to talk to sales. Whether they are a good fit or not, let sales build a relationship there that could become a referral down the road or what have you. Mm -hmm. but, so the, the big points I'm hearing uh, of this is number one, if you're going to align your sales and marketing team, they need to talk, right? Yep. They need to be able to talk together and communicate because they're feeding each other information that's going to help the other one be more effective, which is ultimately going to make their job easier. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the second thing is have a service level agreement so that you've got a document in place that can provide accountability. And third, when you're getting together on a frequent basis, talk about the leads that are coming in and start to define who that ideal customer profile is. Because instead of complaining as a salesperson that you're not getting good leads, provide feedback because then marketers have data that they can react to and do or implement different tactics and, and bring their professional skills to the table to help create better customers. I mean, I think about before we started to do this as an organization, I would get, and this is no exaggeration, leads that would come into our website that said, we need a website, a full-blown digital strategy, search engine optimization, and we need someone to help us blog, and we have a budget of $750. <laughs> because we did not go through this exercise, and as soon as we did, we watched our you know quality of leads that were coming in improve by a thousand percent yeah yeah so that's really um you know our episode today we've uh, we've been talking about sales and marketing alignment uh we just were talking about what you can do to bring your sales and marketing teams together and talked about that service level agreement uh the ideal customer profile uh and then a shared revenue goal 
Uh, we also talked about then some areas of breakdown that are common between sales and marketing and then uh, why generally sales and marketing don't get along. So uh, those were our three moments today where we got into the weeds on marketing and sales alignment. So that's our episode. All right. Make sure you uh, run on over and check out our website at wearemindscape.com. Join our different social channels so you don't miss out on future seasons or future episodes. And, uh, And make sure that you come back and listen to our next episode as soon as you can. We appreciate your time and we look forward to talking to you next time. Bye bye, everybody.